Welcome to the Talking Villanova Basketball Podcast presented by Hartford Funds. In each episode, two-time NCAA champion coach Jay Wright chats with figures from across the spectrum of the Nova Nation and beyond. Current players, prominent alums, and national basketball figures are all part of the mix as we honor the 100-plus year history of one of America's most storied college basketball programs. The Talking Villanova Basketball Show, hosted by Jay Wright, originated in 2001. The program, now in its 20th season, shifted from terrestrial radio to the world of podcasts in 2019. This is a production of Villanova Sports Properties in conjunction with Villanova Athletics. Hartford Funds is in its third season as the presenting sponsor of the Talking Villanova Basketball Podcast. We invite you to settle in and enjoy as Coach Wright takes us into today's conversation. Welcome inside. It's Talking Villanova Basketball with Jay Wright, presented by Hartford Funds. Our podcast coach, and I'm going to turn it over to you to introduce our guest today. Yeah, this is a great day and a great opportunity to spend some time with a Villanova great. Spent a short period of time here, two years, but definitely is considered one of the greats. Another um, Julius Irving, small forward of the year, national player of the year, which means we have to put up a, a big um, tribute to him uh, in, the, in the Davis Center. And let's welcome him today, Sadiq Bay. How are you, buddy? How you doing, Seth? Thanks for having me. I'm good. Uh, it's, it's awesome to have you. So today we're talking to you from Detroit and um, you're in your preseason, uh, your first NBA season. Um, how is it? How's Detroit? And how's the preseason and NBA life? It's good. Uh, I didn't really know what to expect about the city, uh, but it's, I, like, I like it. It's a nice blue-collar city. Kind of reminds me of D.C. a little bit. Um, and But it's, it's good, though. Everybody works hard. And, you know, just trying to use the same things I use in college and in the NBA, just trying to just keep working hard and use all the resources I have so I can just focus on the game. I don't, I don't have school anymore, so I can just uh, <laughs> I can just play now. <laughs> I was going to ask you that. Um, so our guys um, just came off, you know, taking finals, studying for finals, doing some papers, um, then going to practice, lifting. Do you miss those days? Uh, with, with the guys, with, with all y'all, man, I do – I do think about it, man. Like, you know, watching y'all is like, dang, I was just there yet last year, you know. So, you know. Not the finals in the papers, though. Not the finals, though. No. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Hey, let's, let's start off by going back. And, uh, you know, I, I did a, a, a television piece when they asked me about the, um, uh, the impact that, uh, ending the season had on you guys when we didn't have an NCAA tournament. And I, I told a story, and I don't know if I said this to you, but when I went into the locker room to tell you guys that we weren't going to play in the NCAA tournament, um, your, your face more than anybody's seemed really distressed. And, and I went back out to talk to the media, and I said to our assistant, I said, you know, check on Sadiq. Um, but I said, you know, you, you might have known then this might have been my last game. Uh, were you thinking about that 
when they when we told you we're going to end the NCAA tournament? Um, and I, at that time, I was thinking, I was it was more of a shock. I was like, no way. I knew we were going to play the Big East tournament, but I was like, there's got to be some way we could play the NCAA tournament, right? So I'm thinking like, all right, you know, you guys said, you know, no tournament. Um, but I was like, all right, maybe, you know, maybe it'll come out in the next couple of days. Like, now nah, we will have the tournament. So I was kind of just thinking, like, no way it's over. And then, like, once it was finally, like, once they really confirmed it, I was just, yeah, man, I couldn't really, I didn't really know what to think, man. Like, like you said, though, like, I was just, it hurt, man. I, I feel like we, <laughs> we could have made a run, man. I, I, I truly believe that, man. Like, I, that's why I kind of hurt. I felt the same way. I felt like uh, all the, you know, from the Ohio State game getting blown out and uh, on the opening night and then just growing so much through the season and finishing up, you know, on the road at Xavier, at Seton Hall, at Georgetown. And, and you, um, I finally learned how to use you in pick and roll. Got better at that. Looking forward to that. Uh, I, I thought you were playing your play best basketball, and I thought our team was too. You, yeah, for sure. Uh, that's why I was every every time somebody asks me about it, man, I tell everybody. I say, you know, I'm biased. I say I'm biased, but I know for a fact. Like I just felt, you know, we were we were getting better like every game, like to the, like our last game. And I said, like, if we had a chance to play in the tournament, man, like. You know, you know, because you, all you have to do is win that one game, you know, one game at a time. So I was like, man, I think we have a shot, man, because uh, I, I think a lot of teams would have been surprised. I got to tell you this. You know, for this season, we, we put together some clips for our guys to see what some of our concepts are, you know, like, um, you know, how we switch a pick and roll or how we space a pick and roll or, um, how we read the post, things like that. And every time we would show the guys a video, it would be you doing it right. <laughs> so I said, I said to Fresh, our video instructor, I said, yo, you got to stop putting videos of Sadiq because it's freaking me out. And I, we don't have them. <laughs> and he's the one that was doing everything right. <laughs> no, that's crazy. You take pride in that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, not for sure. It's it's crazy, man. Because coming in here, it's like I got I still have some of that like in me. So some of the things that we do there is like they don't do here, <laughs> and it's like I'm like, all right, I got to break this habit that I already had, and then learn the new habits of like how to play, you know, in the league and stuff like that. Like even simple things like uh like stand out on the shooter. Like, we, we go to deny that somebody dribbles towards us here. It was like we forced that kick out. So, it's like, I'm like, man, two years ago, I'm like, you, you would have cussed me out if you let me <laughs> let that guy shoot that three right there. You know? <laughs> I like, love that. I love that. <laughs> Let, let's go back to the spring when you were um, trying to figure out if you were going to stay or not. And we didn't even know when the draft would be or if you were going to be able to go to a combine. What, what was that like for you, your mom, and your family as you were trying to make those decisions before we knew even when the draft would be? Yeah. Um, no, it was tough, especially on my mom. Uh, it was definitely tough. 
Um, that's why I think you all and you and Coach Knapp and stuff like that helping helping us out. Uh, because like you said, it was I had no real feedback. Like you hear a little bit of, of, of feedback, like, hey, maybe you should do this, maybe you should do that. But like, I really didn't know, you know. And it wasn't one of those situations where it was like, uh, I, I know for sure, like, you know, no matter what happens, I'm like, I'm leaving. It wasn't like that, you know, because I, 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 either way, I think I'd, it could have been a good situation, you know. So it was just tough uh, really to think. Like, I really had to think and see, like, weigh every option. Like, every day I was weighing every option. Like, what's the worst that can happen? Um, and just, you know, trying to make the best decision. But nah, it was it was tough for sure, especially with with not even knowing if it was going to be a draft. Like, at one point, I didn't know if, if it, uh, it, it was going to be a draft, you know. So uh, it was tough. Well, let's go back even further. Um, did when you were when you were coming in as a freshman, when you're coming as a freshman, and it might be tough for you to say this to me, but like, what were you thinking about your pro career coming in as a freshman? My pro career, your pro career, and your pro potential. Um, coming in before you started your freshman year. Oh, oh well. To be honest, this honest answer, I was, I was like. You know, I was like, I I gotta find out the way to get on the court as a, in college. I was like, <laughs> if I don't play in college, I'm not gonna be able to play it at the next level. So, I was honestly thinking that though. I was, it was more of like, like I wasn't even thinking about the NBA at that point. I was thinking like, oh, how can I play at this level? This is a high level. You guys took a shot at me. You guys took a chance on me late. You know, I, like people on the outside. You know, they were like, oh, you know, why are you going like? Like, why are you trying to go there? You have a lot of people in your position. Like, you know, you're just hearing different stuff. So I was just hearing, like, I'm like, I, I got to find a way to play, you know. So I wasn't even really thinking about it at that time. That's, that's, so, that's so interesting, and, and it's such a great lesson for young guys. Um, and I actually just talked to our guys about it yesterday. It just You had such a clear head, and, and a clear head can really allow your abilities to grow. Yeah. After what, what did you figure out when you were here, when you said getting on the court? What did you figure out was your way to get on the court? Oh, the defending the rebound, <laughs> defending <laughs> rebound. I was like, I'm a, I got, I said, I'm a, I got guard, I got guard E every practice. I got to make sure that's my matchup every time. Uh, I knew he was uh, going to be our leading, you know, scorer and like, you know, big kind of strong guy. So I said, I got to guard him every time, and so I can guard him if I could guard him and be able to rebound, uh, you know, inside and get on the office of glass too. I said, I think they'll, you know, the people, they'll trust me to be able to play, um, you know, cause I could control that, you know, that, you know, whatever shots go in, I can't really control, but I could control defense. So I'm like, if I could guard him, he's a senior, one of the best players in the country. I feel comfortable, you know, guarding anybody, you know. That, that's smart. That is smart. Yeah. Did you was was the game at um, Marquette when we put you on Marcus Howard at the end of the game, and you came up with the steal that almost won us the game. It gave us the last shot of the game uh, against such a prol prolific scorer. What, did did that make any impact on you mentally in terms of your confidence of playing against great players or playing at our level? Uh, yeah, I mean, I knew. No, nah, for sure. I mean, I think it was definitely a confidence booster for sure. It was, 
And I was just thinking in my mind, like, I'm on the roll. You know, we need to stop right here. And there's no way he's passing this right now. And it was like, you know, I got to I gotta try to get a stop. And, uh, but, you know, being in that position, man, I just, I was just, I just wanted to be in that position. Man. I'm like, you know, I wanted to show you guys and show the team that, you know, you get a stop and, you know, help us help this team win. So, uh, now that was definitely a, a, a pivotal moment though, for sure. Well, that, that was a pivotal moment for us too, because we were so desperate. We couldn't stop him. And, and you were only a freshman. He's a, he was a junior who had started for three years at that time. And, um, no, he was a senior, wasn't he? No, he was a junior. No, that's year. right. That was your, your sophomore year. He was a senior. Yeah. He, he was a junior, and uh, you were only a freshman. And I thought, you know what? This is kind of crazy putting a freshman on him. But you know what? We, it, it's, it's our best chance right now because of your length. And let's see what Sadiq can do. And I usually wouldn't put a freshman in that position, because, but we were desperate. And in our minds, we thought to ourselves, you know what? This guy can guard anybody, man. If he gets take on this guy at the end of the game, he can guard anybody. Um, so that did have an impact for us. Did you notice after that that we always put you on the best player? Yeah, yeah, I noticed. Like right after that, I was I was on point guards a lot. After that, <laughs> <laughs> I was on point guards on the perimeter. So uh, not for sure, for sure. But I, I knew that was gonna be my role, though. You know, I was like, that's the that's the role that I wanted. Like I accepted. You know, and I—that's why I was just focusing on every every game. Like I, I got to defend and rebound. You know, so that's that's why. So after your fresh after your freshman year, um, you spend the summer here. You go back to D.C. Spend some time with your family. What was your coming into your sophomore year? What was your mindset about your pro potential? Did it change, or did you have the same mindset, or what? What were you th- thinking? Um. Coming in sophomore year, I knew I was, you know, I knew, so I felt confident about like every, like the concepts of, of what we wanted to do. So that's why I was like, you know, I felt real confident in, my, in myself. And I was trying to see, all right, so now I know exactly, you know, what coach wants and what we want to do as a team. And like, how can I incorporate, you know, some of my skill set on both ends? Um, and I didn't really know what that was going to lead me to, like, as far as, um, you know, any projection. I was just saying, like, all right, it's, you know, I, I think I, I know it. Like, I know I'm comfortable with everything. And I'll be able to put my, you know, kind of my skill set, you know, to it. So I came in with a little bit more confidence. But also just knowing that, you know, we lost our two best players. And I know we were just trying to find a new identity for us. And, uh, and I know the roles is going to be different, you know, because we, we had two pr- pretty uh, ball-dominant guys my freshman year because we needed that. They were two vets. Um, so we, you know, uh, so coming in, I was just saying, like, you know, whatever role I'm going to have this year, I'm going to have to be ready. So I wanted to make sure I had the most complete game I, I could possibly have coming in. Well, you, you did. You play with great confidence and uh... – it's funny, I find out later, um, you know, our, our assistants tell me there was many nights, 12 o'clock at night, 1 o'clock in the morning, you, you'd be in the uh, Davis Center shooting yeah. on your own. Um, yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. Nah, my, my guy, uh, my guy Joey, 
sometimes Fresh had me in there like a little bit. He's with me my freshman year, but uh, sophomore year a lot was just Joey. Uh, he would be with me. I, I'll feel bad though, cause we'll text, and cause that's he knows how I am. I like working out at night, real late, like like you said, <laughs> like like midnight. And he would like, and he'll be with me though. He would be like, all right, we're going. I'm gonna meet you in the gym. And I was, I was, I just, that's why I appreciate it, you know, because he would be there, to help me rebound and, and, and help me you know, reduce different things. So, nah, that's that's what I would do though, especially either before games, couple days before games, or almost every day though. So it was, it was good. So, so when we were in a, when we were in a hotel night before game, even at home, you, you couldn't, you couldn't get in there and shoot at twelve at night night before a game, could you? I be, it would be, we would do it. I remember this. I rem- I remember this. Let me think. We would do after practice. We would make sure I shoot, but not as I wouldn't shoot as late. But I'll shoot right before we'll um, like we do something right before we'll leave to go to the hotel or something. <laughs> uh, and then like even the days on game day, like let's say we have a home game, I would like get a class like early, like I would like right after class and just go straight to the gym. And like they would still be setting up for the for the uh, for the game, and that's when I get my time in to do stuff I usually do at night, and then we would have to, <laughs> st- to shoot around. <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's yeah. that's good. See, I I never knew the late at night. I never knew the late at night shots, um, yeah. but th- but that's ver- that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, now, Mike, you going to take us to a break? We are, Coach. Uh, you're listening to the Talking Villanova Basketball Podcast presented by Hartford Funds. Back for more of our conversation with Sadiq Bay after this. When Mother Nature strikes, count on your certaintyed roof to perform. That's the commitment we've made to homeowners for more than 100 years. For roofing you can rely on, look no further than Certainteed. To find a Certainteed credentialed contractor near you, visit Certainteed.com. This is a shout-out to the professional tailgaters, game-day grillers, and potluck pros. Whether you bake it, smoke it, stack it, or melt it, there's nothing more important about how you cook up your team spirit while serving it with an ice-cold Coca-Cola, Coke Zero Sugar, or Coke Life. We may not all agree on the best game-day foods, but when you serve your meals with a Coke, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. ExxonMobil and Dunmanning, proud sponsors of Villanova Wildcat Athletics. This podcast is brought to you by Hartford Funds, a leading asset manager based in Wayne, Pennsylvania. While other investment management companies measure performance against the S&P 500, Hartford Funds has a different measure of success, investor satisfaction. Hartford Funds, our benchmark is the investor. J.J. White Incorporated is the single-source, multi-trade contractor for your next construction project. Since 1920, J.J. White Incorporated has been constructing with knowledge and providing service with integrity and safety. Visit J.J. White online at jjwhiteinc.com. Are you looking for something imprinted or embroidered? If so, let Campus Clothes help you get the look. Whether your team is in the corporate office or on the athletic field, Campus Clothes can supply your team with all its needs. Visit us on the web at campusclothes.com or give us a call at 215-357-0892. You may not play well, but you will always look good. 
If you think your debit card can't help you with your financial game, you're probably not using the red key. Introducing EasyUp by KeyBank, the tool that helps you reduce debt by setting $1 aside from your checking account every time you use your debit card. Automatically racking up savings and paying down debt with EasyUp. It's how you make financial progress. KeyBank is member FDIC and the exclusive retail bank of Villanova Athletics. NovaCare, the exclusive provider of physical therapy to Villanova. The Wildcats choose NovaCare. So can you. Welcome back to the Talking Villanova Basketball podcast presented by Hartford Funds as we resume our conversation with Sadiq Bay, and I'll turn it over to you, Coach. Well, these are always enlightening. I hope they are for the fans, too, but I found out um, Sadiq was going in at 12 o'clock at night and shooting. I love that. And uh, let, let's, go, let's go next to um, the process of, of the summer. You know, everyone's um, – you know, kind of locked down with the pandemic, you're trying to make your decision. And uh, I, I remember we talked back and forth so much, you, you and me and your mom. And um, what, where was the decision-making process when you, when you finally decided and how much information did you have when you decided that you would, would put your name into the draft? Um, I, you know, I had a, a lot of conversations, like you said, with you, um, and, and you know, with my with my agents and stuff like that, and you know, I had a couple of those uh, evaluations that came back from the M NBA, and uh, you know, I was I was kind of had to make a decision, you know, like you know, you couldn't really read that as much, like I mean, like with those evaluations, like they could be kind of it's kind of conservative, so. Um, you know, I, my range was was it was huge, like as far as like where I could have been at. So at that point, it was more, you know, I, I prayed every day about it. And I just felt ready, you know, I just felt ready to go on that that challenge and that journey. It was so much uncertainty with everything going on, even for college. Like I, that, that was a part of the factor too. Like I like it was surprising for me to know, like for college season to be like how it is now. Like I didn't, I, I we didn't expect that either. We were thinking like if the NBA could barely get on, like, would college have a season? So I was thinking about all those things um, and staying at, you know, I just said, well, you know, I, I really, I believe in myself. I believe that, you know, if a team take a chance on me, I, I'd be ready. And, um, but it wasn't, it wasn't one of those, like, I really did believe in myself. And I really felt, you know, I was ready to take on that next challenge. So uh, that's, that's why I think uh, where it really came from. But it was a lot of back and forth though, especially my mom, you know how she is. So, it was a lot of back and forth, but uh, but uh, she definitely supported me. I, I tell people, and I know they don't believe me, that you, you're, so much of your decision-making process was your mom saying, hey, I, I don't want him to go to the NBA. I want him to get his degree. Yeah. And, and, and it was yeah. legit. It, it, yeah. it, it wasn't just uh, talk. I mean, she, she walks the walk. She's an educator herself, and that was always most important to her. She had a great has a great perspective. I think that's why you are where you are. Um, and, and we miss her. We, we miss you on the court. We miss your mom, part of the mom group, man. She was the best. <laughs> hey, tell me, um, tell me about the summer and, and preparing for the workouts. How, how did you do it during the pandemic? Um, well, early on, it was a lot of at-home stuff. 
with either Shaq or the guy I work out with back home, and they'll just send me stuff to do, like, in my house um, or, you know, just little cardio things I could do outside by myself. Um, but I was lucky enough, you know, to know my guy, you know, Hanif and, and my guy Myron to be able to get in and sneak in, get into a couple of gyms <laughs> privately. And that, that's where I was going for a long time and just, you know, a couple of high school gyms that, you know, I was either just me or me and somebody else. And, it, and, you know, I had to kind of just work like that. Um, and it wasn't until, like, it opened up a little bit more that I could really get a routine going, like, um, structurally. But I was literally going every week, like, whatever I can, wherever I can go, wherever I can do. Um, you know, I was trying to get in, you know, lifts at least three times a week with conditioning on the, in Tuesdays and Wednesdays and the weekend. And then basketball was almost – I found the gym, so I was in, almost in there about – five times a week so it was it was good though i was lucky enough to find one how many yeah. how many teams did any did some of the teams come down to, to watch you work out or did or they do it virtually uh for your workouts no nah, everybody who watched me work out it was in person yeah did they come to dc uh, most of them did i did two when i went to law i went to la for a week and i did two out there but most of them was back home in DC, and it was just you by yourself with uh, your your workout coach. Yeah, it just one on. And then some of the teams um, you, you'd go to dinner with. And, and yeah, I would go to dinner with a couple of them, and some of them I would just talk to after the workout, like right there. What What did they want to know about you? The most? all of them would call me back and just say how impressed they were with you. How, mm. Like you know. Are you too good to be true? Is this really true? I'm like, no, that's him, man. It doesn't. Yeah. It, it, you, what you see is what you get. Um, yeah. What 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 did you feel like they were most interested in knowing about you? They just wanted to see, like you know, more. They they just wanted to see, like, know more about me, like, ask more in depth questions. You know, they they kind of group Nova guys in the in the same uh, pigeonhole as far as like the, how we answer questions. Uh, <laughs> They know like we answer questions a certain way, and that's how that's why I answered every question. So they were just trying to learn literally like more about like random things about me, just to get more in depth. You know, uh, you know, as far as like anything for basketball related, it would be a little bit, but they would ask maybe how they see myself translating or something like that. But at that, at that point, they was really trying to see like, all right, what 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 you know, what can you say that. You know, I know you wouldn't say it in a post-game interview, basically. Like, that's what he wanted me. To, that's what he wanted me to find. Wanted to find out. Yeah. <laughs> what What was um, What was draft night like? Were you? Yeah. I don't know. Were, were you like me? I was. You know, as some of the teams we talked to said to us, they were going to take you earlier. Yeah. And I've seen this happen. Almost. Every year, I've seen it happen every year, um, where teams say they're going to take our, our guys and then they don't. It's just yeah. part of the business. Were, were you disappointed? And I know you're not disappointed in the Pistons, but how the yeah. process went? Were you surprised? Yeah, I, w I mean, at that, I, well, like I said, when I came into it, I, w I had no idea like what, like where I was going to go. I had no idea the number. Um, I know it was going to be you know, crazy. So I was just saying, all right, let me just, you know, just pray. I hope I'm in the right situation. Um, and, 
you know, just going through the process, like some of the teams, like you said, like, you know, maybe, or I expected like, all right, maybe I have a chance. You know, I just kept watching. I was like, all right, you know, maybe the next team. But, uh, but it was just, you know, it was just, I was trying to enjoy it as much as I can, man. And, and I was definitely surprised, man, for sure. Uh, you know, but it was, uh, it was great. It was great though. Wait, were you getting, were you getting nervous? Towards the end, or, or did you get? Did you know at some point Detroit would take you? No, nah, not really, man. I, I, that's why I really appreciate because they took a chance. I didn't. I didn't really do as much with them as some of the other teams, you know, and uh, at all. So I was. I didn't even expect it at all. That's why I was. I was kind of caught off guard at that moment. Uh, I was like, oh, I was like, dang, this, this is a blessing. I didn't. I, I. I didn't even know they. I was on their radar at all, you know. So that's why I was more surprised than anything. It's interesting, isn't it, how some of the teams that spend all the time with you and, you know, you just think it's just guaranteed they're taking you if, if, if you're yeah. available, and they don't. And then another team, you know, I think they, they figure, well, he won't, be, he won't be here, but if he is, we'll take him. So we don't yeah. really look into him anymore. Looks like sure. that's what happened with Detroit. Did they tell you anything about that? Yeah, I mean, um, I don't think – I'm not even sure. I don't even know if they had if they knew they was gonna have that many first round picks. Um, they only had like one guarantee that was like number seven or eight, and then like the rest of them were trades. So like that's why it was it was like it was crazy. I think they did the last the other three picks were, were trades. So um, like I said, I didn't spend really no time <laughs> with them, <laughs> no time with them. So it was like I, I had no idea for sure. Since you've been there, are there any guys on the team that you've connected with or you knew from be from before? Um, I knew – so I knew Blake a little bit before, um, just through the agencies. We have the same agency. So I knew him a little bit before. So that was that was crazy because I, I saw him before the draft. So it was crazy how that ended up. And then uh, I knew uh, Jeremy – Grant, because he's from Maryland. I knew him a little bit before. I knew a little bit Rodney Magruder. He's from Maryland. So a couple of the older guys I knew. Um, and there's a lot of the staff that are from either Maryland or, or Villanova fans in, in the front office. So it's, it's crazy. Uh, it's, it's crazy, you know, how much <laughs> how much connections there are in there with Troy Weaver being from, from Maryland. So yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. How about um, now that you're you're in it? What what are the? It's, it's really interesting. What what are are some of the things that um, like you, you talked about? Sounds like on, on on the ball side, ball side threes they force that kick out. Yeah. Where we where we don't are there are there other things that were good habits of yours in college that don't translate to the NBA game? Um, look like when we. You know, just learning. Like we used to, you know, we close out force contested three, close out short, like a little short to avoid the blow by. Like sometimes they want us to like run the guys off the line, like just let them kind of go by you and then X out. Uh, certain things like that, or like when we close out or whatever, like want like a hand up, like a call a stick hand, like all the way up where we go, like hand on ball. Um, different things. Let me think. Oh, like. Uh, it's a little bit more like, you know, our, our, our offense, like, no, we were moving a little bit more like if somebody drives towards you, you like kind of, you you move away. 
and then somebody tries to wait for you, kind of move up. It's a little bit more like you got to kind of stay at your spot a little bit more, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, it's just different. And like, if three people on the line get a 45 cut, like it's just little things like that, that I'm used to like doing at Nova. I'm like, this is like, I'm a second nature in my head. And it's just different here. You know what I mean? I just got, you got to get adjusted to it. You know, that's two years, man. That's two years of, of habits drilled in your throat. So drill down <laughs> you, you know, you got to, uh, I had to, you know, learn like the, the different habits here for sure. That's only two years doing it, and and you explain it as well as any four-year player. That's, that's, <laughs> that's impressive. No, no surprise, no surprise. Yeah. How about for yourself out there? <clears throat> you've played two NBA games now. Yeah. Anything in your game that translates better than you thought it would in the NBA? Um, I think the physicality of it. Uh, a little, like, like kind of call a little bit more fouls than, than I, than I thought. Uh, depending on, you know, you know, certain guys or something like that. But like the, 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 uh, the testing in the post, um, like the discipline, so stuff like that on the defensive side. Uh, I think it really translates, man. It's like the physical toughness. You know, I think we 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 do things different at Nova of how. Like just being tough, uh, uh, like you know, jump stopping in the, in the paint, or you know, chesting guys on drives, and being able to play against bigger guys without foul and stuff like that. So, I think the physicality of it, man, is it, it really helped, uh, especially you know, tra- translating because, and then that's how you could build that trust on the court, man. That you you feel as though that you can guard any guy, you know. So, I think that was the the biggest thing, and shooting for sure. Shooting, sure. I, I know every one of the NBA guys that talked to me about you, they were so impressed with your ability to guard all all the positions. Um, it, are you saying, do you think it's more physical? I mean, in the NBA, they call more fouls than they do in college. Do they allow you to play more physical in college? I think I, – I can't even say college. I think our practices I, – I think – I can't even say that. in the game in the game in college they they call a lot of fouls that we normally don't call in practice either, but uh, it's it's different. I mean, you can use more your arm, but like like chesting somebody like if somebody drove at me and I chested them and I kind of knocked them off a little bit without using my hands, they might call that, but we never call that, you know. So like <laughs> if, you know stuff like that. So uh, you know it was just. It's, uh, you know, those little different things, man. But on the defensive end, man, though, it's it's not too much else besides, like, the little, like I said, those little habits. But just playing tough, man, I think that translates anywhere. Yeah, it does, man. And and how do you do you see your role there? What I mean, it's, it's hard to tell two games. Yeah. But what, what, do, you, what do you see for yourself um, for just this season? It's tough. Um, I think – it's real tough too because we our four days of training camp to the, our preseason game, like it wasn't the training camp to like really scrimmage and play and really see like what guys can do. Like it was more of like uh, we have these vets and we kind of know what guys can do. Like the rookies, kind of what they've done, you know, at their respective places. So we're just kind of kind of plug them in of what we know that they can do. Um, so it's kind of it was kind of tough, man, because they were playing a lot of plays in these on those three days. So it wasn't that much up and down, five on five. 
Um, so right now I think it's probably is going off, you know, when I play in college, being able to stretch the floor, I was shooting the ball and defending right now. Um, and just trying to, you know, get shots, get shots on the perimeter and, and drive when I can and, and, and just guard multiple positions. That's what I think right now. Smart, man. Well, we, well, we do, we do miss you, man. We, we miss you a lot. So I try, I try to forget about you, but, nah. but we, <laughs> Well, only for my own, only for my own mental well-being. You know, we we're, we prepare for our next game. I watch last year's game, and then I see all the great things you do, and I'm like, shoot. Nah, man, y'all, y'all looking have great. that this year. Y'all looking great. Y'all looking. Uh, one, y'all on ESPN a lot more now, man, than I was. That's why I was upset. I was upset. I'm like, you guys on ESPN every day. <laughs> I wanted that. Who of our guys do you stay in touch with? Um. Most of me, most of them, I, I to like good like every after games. I, I try to talk to uh, as many as I can. Uh, I talk to Slade, I talk to Colin, I talk to Cole, uh, Justin, those guys. And you know, I saw E had a big game, so I, I texted E, you know, yeah. stuff like that. You know, so I try to try to hit guys up for sure. Dada, you know, boy, Slade's coming on, right? Yeah, my man Slade, man, looking good, <laughs> <laughs> looking good. All right, man. Well, you you keep being you. You make us so proud, and make sure you you, you tell your mom and your pops we, we miss them, and um, you know the Nova Nation is following you, buddy. With great pride, you just do your thing, man. We're uh, we're enjoying watching your your growth and and your success, buddy. All right, y'all too, man. I thank you, thank you, man. Appreciate All right, it, buddy. Take us out, Mikey. We thank Sadiq Bey, and uh, Coach and I will be back for our Inside the Wildcat segment, but we'll be back after this. Two, one. It's time now for Geico Inside the Wildcats. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. And Jay, uh, different year for the Wildcats. Maybe for our fans in the Nova Nation, uh, the Wildcats have played two road games at this point. How is life on the road different for Villanova this year? You've taken trips to Texas and, um, and been to Georgetown at this point. Just what, what are some of the things that, that the team is doing differently than they have done in the past? It, it's really different for our team. You know, we, we pride ourselves in, in having a, uh, a schedule and a routine that is very important, we believe, to our success because uh, on game day and day before a game, we, we, wanna, we don't want our guys worrying about anything else except just preparing their minds to be ready to compete. So if, if everything's kind of the same each, each game, whether it's home or on the road, they're, they're not distracted and they can focus on, on that game. And it's been a lot different this year. You know, we, we, we go into, um, you know, we went into Austin, Texas. We went into Washington, D.C. late at night, the night before the game, got in, you know, 9 or 9.30. You know, usually we're, we'll get in and practice in the gym, you know, once before we play the game the next day um, or at least shoot around. You know, for the Texas game, we came in at 9, 9.30 at night, and we played at 12 noon, you know. Um, you know, the hotels are different. You know, we all um, – you know, we're all staying on the on – the, on the same floor and we, 
you know, we don't have servers in there and everything's buffet and behind glass and we're, we're always concerned about social distance and, um, you know, the, the locker rooms, we can only have, you know, my one coach, um, myself and one assistant coach in the locker room. We have to be social distance from the player. The other guys have to stay outside. Um, just, you know, uh, there's, there's a lot of, you know, going out, you know, our warmups are, are different. Um, it just, everything's different. So being in that routine is, is not something that's an advantage for us this year. Does it help having an older team that, it, that has been through it as opposed to say a year ago when you had a lot of younger guys? It really does, Mike. I, I've thought of this many times and, and probably will continue to do so. If we were going through this last year with last year's group and their inexperience, this would be really, really difficult. It's difficult as it is, but um, you know, there's, there's a lot of things we can rely on our guys with to say to them, okay, we didn't, we didn't get to practice this, but you remember last year, this is how we did this um, with less practice time, less preparation, less off season. We can still get away with some things. And, um, you know, I, I think by midway through the year, everybody will catch up, but I think it does give us a little advantage this early in the season. Geico, inside the Wildcats. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% more or more on car insurance. And that'll do it for this edition of the podcast, Coach. Thank you. Glad to be with you, Mikey. We'll talk to you next time on Talking Villanova Basketball, presented by Hartford Funds. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Just a reminder, you can follow Coach Wright on Twitter, at VUCoachJWright. You can also follow Villanova Basketball at NovaMBB on Twitter and Instagram. We'll have alerts posted on those accounts whenever a new podcast is available for download. Or you can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. And for more great content, check out the web home of the Wildcats, Villanova.com. For our producer, Matt Fraschilla, this is Mike Sheridan, saying thanks again for stopping by. We look forward to having you join us again next time for the Talking Villanova Basketball Podcast, presented by Hartford Funds.